Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, aka the Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to follow me on all of my social media accounts at the Gratitude Chick for Instagram and TikTok, the Gratitude Chick Luanza Christina, and Talks with the Gratitude Chick for Facebook, and Gratitude underscore Chick for Twitter. Also, head on over to Amazon to pick up my new book, 21 Days of Thankfulness, today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode. This episode is number three for the December Mindset Challenge. So in today's episode, we are talking about affirmations. So let's get down, let's kind of break down what affirmations are. And I am not going to break it down as like um, one of these gurus will because I'm just me. Um, So I'm going to give you my opinion on what an affirmation is. Firstly, an affirmation, if we break it down, is nothing more than an affirming statement repeated often and even as I say that know know that affirming statements can be either positive or negative and that is not something that people often say affirmations are typically um, looked at as positive simply because the reason why you would repeat them is because you're trying to change your mind so But I want you guys to understand that there are negative affirmations. There are negative affirming statements. And those are the ones that are repeating in your mind every day. Things that other people have told you. Um, One of those, and I think kind of is universal, is money doesn't grow on trees. That is an affirming statement. And what makes it an affirming statement is because it's said, it was said, especially, you know, growing up. It was said often and it reverberated through my mind. So that is is an affirming statement. It is a statement that was affirmed over and over and over again. That is what an affirming statement is or an affirmation. Another one is you have to work hard for the money and or I work hard for the money. Either one of those. And the reason why that one is an affirming statement is um, simply because that is (laughs) a lot of people even today, that's their notion. You have to work hard, you you know, go out there and work hard for what you want. Work hard, work hard. That is an affirming statement to the point that even Donna Summers wrote a song and the the phrase was repeated 19 times through that song she works hard for the money so hard for it honey i know you guys have heard this song i i mean i'm 46 so i know i've heard the song as a child i heard this song because i think it was written probably while i was a child you know in the 80s so this this was an affirming statement set to music and then and I want to say it was part of a soundtrack to a movie, maybe. But I know back then, that's kind of what, you know, society wanted us to know was that we have to work hard for our money. So when the song came out, and if you're listening to a song, it's very catchy. 
So, and, and, and that's another thing that I just kind of want, like a caveat. Be, be aware of these songs that you're singing, especially the ones with these catchy phrases, because these are affirming statements. You are affirming them as you sing them. And, and, and it's even worse when, because they're set to music. So it's set to go and, you know, reverberate through your mind so that you'll, you know, it, it'll force you to go and listen to the music. So that song, she works hard for the money. I'm 46. This was written like, what? Probably 40 years ago. And it's still the melody and everything is in my mind. And this song really affirmed to everyone who listened that you have to work hard for your money. And that is an affirming statement. It is a a negative affirming statement. And the reason why I say negative, because it has been so ingrained in people that they have to work hard for their money that they don't see it as negative. And the reason why I see it as negative is because people in 2022 are falling ass backward into money. They're not working hard for it. For instance, it's a guy that I follow on TikTok. He, um, he's from Africa and he was like, I don't know what he did before, like a, maybe a factory worker, you know, he was a, um, what, what do you call those workers? Something that you work with your hand, my, my brain, I can't remember what it, what the uh, correct term is, but he started his TikTok in 2020 during the pandemic. Today, he is the number one TikToker in the world. He has something like over 150 million followers. Every post that he makes, um, he gets six figures per post. And the reason why is because every post that he makes gets around 50 million views. And TikTok has to pay him per view, right? So with that being said, he, you know, some of these people have, you know, are on TikTok learning these dances and all of this. That's not what he does. What he does is find other people's content. He duets it, which is um, like the split screen that you guys see. And you see one person, you know, on this side and one person on the other side. That's what he does. He, it's kind of like a forward. So he do, duets their video and he kind of, he doesn't respond to it because he doesn't say words. It's all, um, not mimicry, but it's all kind of facial expressions and, um, him expressing why kind of the video is stupid. So for instance, um, he'll take, a video of someone peeling a banana with um I'm I'm gonna say something really crazy because these it's always crazy videos that he's duetting but someone's peeling a banana um with a toothpick you know and then he'll come duet it watch the video with a crazy face and then he'll do his own video to that video right behind the duet and and just peel it regular and then look at them like you're crazy but he doesn't say any words so it's like literally it takes him a couple minutes to do this video he posts it gets all these views bam six figures so he's gone in you know 
from making however much he was making to being a multimillionaire in two years time just by you know duetting other people's videos okay now i want you guys to hear me when i say that he is not making original content he is duetting other people's content and kind of responding to it like duh and he does not say words so when people say you have to work hard for your money in 2022 that is just incorrect because with social media you don't have to work hard for your money you really don't so the the purpose of this video is to give you positive affirming statements we're going to talk about affirmations and how using them will help you change your mindset now i will say this when i first started learning about affirmations i didn't understand the purpose of them because i read in a book and 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 i won't say it's the book's fault because i don't even really remember everything about this book i just remember it had long affirmations like some of them were a page long and i was just like am i supposed to say this every day and it got to the point where i was writing out these affirmations by hand so that i could say them every day and i had like eight or nine pages of these affirmations and I didn't understand the purpose of the affirmations, but I was repeating them, but they did not, they weren't believable to me. Like they were fantasy. And as I repeated them, it was like, (laughs) I wanted this, but I didn't understand how I was going to get this by saying the affirmation. So I ended up giving up and I never went back to affirmations. And this was positive affirmations let me let me be clear on that and this was back in 2006 I want to say 2000 2006 maybe was it 2006 I think it was around 2006 yeah so as you can see it was very long time ago and um I never understood why people use affirmations because I personally believed that the affirmation um, saying it was was to get what you wanted. That was what I thought it was. And so I didn't believe these affirmations. So to me, it was a waste of my time to say things that I didn't believe would happen for me. And I didn't see how these words were going to make it happen. It was just so unbelievable that I just didn't do it. So literally literally i want you guys to hear me when i say this last year was when i realized what affirmations really were last year got to 2021 so we're talking what 15 years 15 years went by before i realized what affirmations really were and in between that time i would say a negative affirmation in a heartbeat And what I didn't know was negative, but I would say negative statements all the time, not realizing that these are affirming statements, you know? So what what I realized last year, was it last year? The, The time is going by so fast. It was either 2021, I think it was 2021. And, um, 
I had just started reading about the law of assumption. And that is what brought me to understanding of what affirmations were. And so with me reading the law of assumption, what I realized is that affirmations or affirming statements are positive or negative are here to change our mind or change our belief system, not to give me anything. So once I realized that, I was completely in. Because by the law of assumption, um, our assumptions become our beliefs. So we have to build our assumptions by repetitive statements, which are, um, you know, positive affirmations if that's what you're trying to do. Because again, affirmations are positive or negative. So when I realized that... To build the assumption that I want in my life, I have to change my mindset. And in order to change my mindset, I have to have affirming statements that I repeat often, just repetitive, completely on repeat, in order for my mind to latch on and say, okay, we're trying something different here. And that is when I realized affirmations were really not to bring me any, you know, tangible thing, but it's there to help me change my mindset. And so I I decided to say all of that because I don't know if anybody was like me um, who really didn't understand what affirmations were for. And, And because it was, you know, after I read about the law of assumption that I realized what affirmations were, I thought I would tell... You know, just say that for people who don't really know, like I was, you know, I was ignorant to this entire world really until not, I won't say until 2020, 2020 is when I kind of buckled down and, you know, kind of took on the moniker of the gratitude chick to, because I, I am a huge proponent of gratitude. I have been for some time, um, since 2011, but, um, It was more so of kind of doing a gratitude challenge once or twice a year when I started in 2011. And, you know, now I am more gratitude daily, you know. But back then it was just a couple times a year and I wasn't really focused on the fact that gratitude is something you need in your daily life. Every day, you have to get up and count your blessings. Every day, the first thing you should do when you wake up is say thank you. Every single day, you have to thank people who do things for you. You know, service workers and, you know, when you go to a restaurant, be grateful for your server and leave them great tips and, you know, things like this. Every single day, you have an opportunity to add more gratitude into your life. That is where I am right now. You just have to look for the the ways to add gratitude. Um, shameless plug, my book gives you 21 days of targeted activities to add gratitude to your life. You can find it on Amazon. It's called 21 Days of Thankfulness by Luanza Christina. So what we're going to do today is I'm going to read a couple passages so that we can, you know, talk about affirmations. And then before I close out, I'll give you some of my favorite affirmations. So 
you can add them to your arsenal if they resonate with you. So um, the first thing we're gonna, I'm gonna read is the power of your subconscious mind. Now I know I've I've read this book. If you are new to my podcast or you just don't know, I have read this book completely, all chapters on the podcast. Go back and search. It was I I did it last December. So go back and search uh, last year. Um, all chapters are there if you want to listen um, to the book and the commentary that I provide. So um, Dr. Jo- Joseph Murphy talks about the affirmative method. He says, the effectiveness of an affirmation is determined largely by your understanding of the truth and the meaning behind the words. In praying, use not vain repetition. Therefore, the power of your affirmation lies in the intelligent application of of definite and specific positives. For example, a boy adds three and three and puts down seven on the blackboard. The teacher affirms with mathematical certainty that three and three are six. Therefore, the boy changes his figures accordingly. The teacher's statement did not make three and three equal six because the latter was already a mathematical truth. The mathematical truth caused the boy to rearrange the figures on the blackboard. It is abnormal to be sick. It is normal to be healthy. Health is the truth of your being. When you affirm health, harmony, and peace for yourself or another, and when you realize these are universal principles of your own being, you will rearrange the negative patterns of your subconscious mind based on your faith and understanding of that which you affirm. So basically he is saying, whatever you are affirming, make sure that there is truth, that it is truth. And that is why he gave um, all of these examples, especially the one with health. In our day and age, is it normal to be healthy or is it abnormal to be healthy? Do you understand what I'm saying? In reality, in the way our bodies were created, it is normal for us to be healthy. The abnormality is unhealthy, you know? It is abnormal for us to seek those outside of us for to for cure because our bodies are curative our bodies are meant to heal heal itself so when we seek um healing outside of ourselves with western medicine and western um um tactics it is not healing us it is assuaging or healing the symptoms it is not healing us though and that is something that i can really stand on if anything a lot of these medicines add more issues to you i'm not gonna get on the on my um high horse about the health field (laughs) so um make sure that what you are affirming number one is true and it is believable for you so one of the things that i have now started to believe is there's a scripture in Psalms, I think it's Psalms 137 that says, we are fearfully and wonderfully, or I am fearfully and wonderfully made, marvelous are thy works. I never believed, you know, those words. But as I got sicker and I see that, okay, I was diagnosed with gastritis and gastritis is a gastrointestinal disorder. 
that is inflammation of the stomach. And um, it is a terrible, debilitating disorder. Um, I used to vomit like four to five times a week. Um, I had terrible pains in my stomach. I had nausea, like everything, every single symptom of this disorder I had at one point. And in 2020, I went to the the emergency room so many times with a $15,000 bill every single time because I was in so much pain. Um, they would immediately have to give me this cocktail with morphine and nausea and all this, these anti-nausea drugs and everything. Like it was so many medicines they would have to give me to calm me down. The um, last July was the last time I went for this issue. And when I got there, my heartbeat was, um, my heart rate was so elevated. I It was so many people in the waiting room. You know, it was very, you know, COVID was out here, you know, just live. And so it was so many people in the waiting room. But when I got there, my heart rate was 144 beats per minute. So, because I also have issues with anxiety, so it was just, I was just going through it. So, they grabbed me and took me in the back right away um, to make sure I wasn't about to, have, about to have a heart attack. So, and they, I ended up having an anxiety attack while I was there because usually I take CBD oil to kind of calm me down, but I didn't take it because I didn't know you know, how or if it would mix with the medicine. So I, I was going to wait and ask. Um, and one of the nurses were, was, you know, she was super rude. Like, I you know, I can't get on my soapbox telling you about how harmful it is in the South for minority people getting health care because we're not treated correctly. And I was not in a place where I could handle her because I am about to, you know, I'm trying not to have an anxiety attack, right? So she she wouldn't, like, she was very nonchalant and would, wouldn't, you know, answer my question. And I'm telling her, ma'am, I am about to lose it. And I, I couldn't, like, I was, I was not really articulate because... I was literally on the verge. One thing, like it was like I was on a cliff and one thing would have just pushed me over and I was just going to be on a full-blown anxiety attack. And then it, it it happened. She pushed the medicine in me and I kept asking her, what are you giving me? What, like, what is the medicine? And she wouldn't tell me. And she pushed the medicine before, you know, she answered my question. She just pushed it. And the medicine took me right over. Whatever it was that she gave me, and I kept telling her, ma'am, I am two seconds away from the anxiety going, like, I'm, I'm two seconds away from this. Tell me what you're giving me. And she wouldn't tell me. So it ended up being some kind of medicine where one of the biggest side effects is anxiety. So she pushed it in and I just, I went ham and I started pulling everything out of me. Like they had me hooked up to everything and I started, I I was ripping everything out of my arms. I ripped the oxygen out of my face. 
Like I was, I had to, I, I had to get outside. Like when I'm having an anxiety attack, if you don't, if you can't talk to me, if I can't talk myself down, I have to go outside because it feels like I'm being closed in. So I was trying to get out of there so I could go outside and she kept pushing me down and kept pushing me down. And it was like, it was the worst. It was the worst anxiety attack I've ever had. So uh, another nurse came in because she just left. She, she literally was like, F you, I'm out. So another nurse came in and she was the best. She came in and she was just talking to me and she was distracting me from everything that I was feeling. And as she was distracting me, it was calming me down to I asked her, could I take the CBD oil? And she was like, yes. So I took the CBD oil and I was able to calm down immediately to regular. CBD oil, I, I this is not meant to be a CBD oil commercial, but it really is the truth. The full spectrum CBD oil is why I'm not on any kind of medicine for anxiety because it has the ability to calm me down immediately and allow me to still be me. Most of these medicines, because there's so many chemicals in them, you are not you as you take them, you know? So I was able to calm down immediately. And I told them, listen, you have, you guys have to listen to us. Because if you are giving me a medicine where the side effect is anxiety while I am in the middle of an anxiety attack, what do you think that's going to do to me? As a medical professional, it is your job to hear me. And I just, I was literally going off because I don't feel like this would have happened had I not been a black, had I not been black. And I just, I don't appreciate, I did not appreciate this lady And I told them, do not send her back in here. And they didn't. So, I don't even know why I said all that. (laughs) I don't, I don't, I don't. But I think it had to do with health. So, I just went off on a tangent. That happens sometimes. I'm sorry. Okay, so we're going to go back to what I was reading. The result of the affirmative process of prayer depends on your conforming to the principles of life regardless of appearance. Consider for a moment that there is a principle of mathematics and none of error. There is a principle of truth but none of dishonesty. There is a principle of intelligence but none of ignorance. There is a principle of harmony and none of discord. There is a principle of health but none of disease. And there is a principle of, of abundance but none of poverty. The affirmative method was chosen by the author for use on his sister who was to be operated on for the removal of gallstones in a hospital in England. The condition described was based on the diagnosis of hospital tests and the usual x-ray procedures. She asked me to pray for her. We were separated geographically about 6,500 miles, but there is no space, there's no time or space in the mind principle. Infinite mind or intelligence is present in its entirety at every point uh, simultaneously. I withdrew all thought from the contemplation of symptoms and from the corporal personality altogether. 
I affirmed as follows. This prayer is for my sister, Catherine. She is relaxed and at peace, poised, balanced, serene, and calm. The healing intelligence of her subconscious mind, which created her body, is now transforming every cell, nerve, tissue, muscle, and and bone of her being according to the perfect pattern of all organs lodged in her subconscious mind. Silently, quietly, all distorted thought patterns in her subconscious mind are removed and dissolved, and the vitality, wholeness, and beauty of the life principle are made manifest in every atom of her being. She is now open and receptive to the healing currents, which are flowing through her like a river, restoring her to perfect health, harmony, and peace. All distortions and ugly images are now washed away by the infinite ocean of love and peace flowing through her, and it is so. Now, personally, for me, I um, would put God in place of all the infinite intelligence and, you know, things that he says. But this is his belief. But I, I get the gist of what he's saying. He is basically praying for his sister and affirming that she is going to come through this healthy and whole and happy. That's basically the gist of what he's saying. And he says, I affirmed the above several times a day. And at the end of two weeks, my sister had an examination, which showed a remarkable healing and the x-ray proved negative. To affirm is to state that it is so. And as you maintain this attitude of mind as true, regardless of all evidence to the contrary, you will receive an answer to your prayer. So basically, he is saying that when you affirm, you have to to affirm and be, and maintain this attitude of mind as true, despite what it is that you see. And that has been a hard part for me. And the reason why I say it has been a hard part, because if, if I affirm to myself that I am a New York Times bestselling author, and then um, I only see couple dozen sales it doesn't add up you see what I mean so you have to make these you have to make these affirming statements true and maintain the attitude that it is it's true despite what you are seeing in your physical reality and that's really what you know how to use affirmations To affirm is to state that it is so, and as you maintain this attitude of mind as true, regardless of all evidence to the contrary, you will receive an answer to your prayer. Your thought can only affirm, for even if you deny something, you are actually affirming the presence of what you deny. Repeating an affirmation, affirmation, knowing what you are saying and why you are saying it, leads the mind to that state of consciousness where it accepts that which you state as true. Keep on affirming the truth of life until you get the subconscious reaction, which satisfies. So in other words, repetition is key. Continue to say affirming statements that coincide with what you want in your life. Whatever it is, sit down and set your intentions for your goals write out your goals and then find affirming statements or create affirming statements that affirm your goal and repeat these statements often. That is really the step-by-step process. 
Now, I read something by the Hicks people. I don't really know them. I haven't. I have their book, but I, I don't know who this entity is, and I'm really not trying to read that, so I haven't read the book. But one thing they said was, um, I want to say it was Esther Hicks who said this. She said, if you hold a thought for at least 17 seconds, it activates the manifestation. So when I tell you guys to repeat an affirmation three times in a row, that is the reason why. Because if you repeat it three times in a row, you've met that 17 second minimum. So whenever you're doing your affirmations, always repeat them three times in a row. So I also do, um, I also say three times in a row, nine times per day. So that gives you 27 times in a day that you're repeating these affirmations. Now you can do them more, but for me, three times in a row, nine times per day is the best place to start to get not only the affirmation um, going in your mind, but the repetition of it, again, is key because you're saying it throughout the day, not just in the morning, not just in the evening, but you're saying it throughout your day. You're waking up after you say your gratitude, you know, your thankful prayer, you're, you're going right into your affirmations. Before you go to sleep, you know, you say your prayer, you, you say your affirmation, you do a couple, you know, breathing meditations as you're saying your affirmation, and then you go straight to sleep. That is how you keep your affirmations going on repeat. And the more that you say something, the more you will believe it. And we know this because of the things that people have said to us in the past that we believed. Um, what what it has your parents said? You ask your parents for money. Um, do I look like I'm made of money? The money does not grow on trees. These are things that we've heard growing up that we believed. Again, we have to work hard for our money. We were told that. There is nothing in the world There's nothing written down. There are no rules to say that you have to work hard for your money. You believe that because someone told you that. And that reverberated through your mind often that you have to work hard for your money. Just the the same with um, you have to study hard to get good grades. That was not my, that wasn't my, um, that wasn't for me. I, I didn't have to study hard to get good grades. I just got good grades. I I had a, a mind that remembered things and a mind that was able to calculate and do all kind of stuff. <laughs> My mind is great. So I did not, you know, say to myself, hey, you have to study hard to get good grades. I never had to. I got good grades. I never had to study hard for them. So it's these kind of things that don't tell your children you have to study hard to get good grades because nine times out of 10, they don't. And I won't even say nine times out of 10 because that's ridiculous. But sometimes they don't have to. But watch out for them. But don't don't say words that will, you know, reverberate through their mind for the rest of their life thinking that this is how it is. 
You know what I mean? Watch the words that you're saying to your kids because you don't mean it bad. People who say you have to study hard for good grades don't, don't mean anything bad. They don't mean any harm to you. That's what they know. But that doesn't mean that's how your life has to be. The same people who told you you have to work hard for your money, they don't mean you any harm. That's what they know. That doesn't mean that's what you have, that's how you have to live your life. So watch what you say and then watch what you believe as well. Because just because someone else's life turned out this way doesn't mean your life will turn out this way. So I tell my niece, I don't tell her she has to study hard. I don't tell her she has to work hard. I tell her you can be, do, have whatever you want in life. I tell her you are smart. You are intelligent. You, I, this is what I tell her. These are, these are things that I affirm to her. You are beautiful. You are this. You are that. I affirm those things to her instead of telling her she has to do this. She has to do that. No. You have a mind. You are capable of making up your own mind for your own life. I do tell her to watch her words because her words have creative power. Stop saying things like, oh, I would die. No, you don't want to die. Do you? So don't say that. Watch your words. And these are things that I tell her because your words have creative power. So with affirmations, I'm going to give you guys some of the affirmations that I say, um, that I, I really do, I, I love it. Some of them, I none of these, I want to preface this by saying, none of these have I created myself. Not, not a single one. Um, and, and to me, that's okay. You don't have to create all of, uh, all of your affirmations. There are some out here that are just fantastic that you can use and make it your own. So this one um, I got from the book. If you guys um, used to listen to me earlier this year, we had started an affirmation challenge, which I am going to start back up in the beginning in the new year. And basically it was me giving an an affirmation of the week on Sundays. And um, we would use the affirmation, say it three times in a row, nine times per day. So I'm going to start that back up. At the top of the year, the first Sunday of January, we're starting back the affirmation challenge because we're going to make next year. um, This is December is the precursor for next year. Yes, it's a December mindset challenge, but I want 2023 to be our mindset year. And it's just simply because I know I have a lot that I want to accomplish in life. And I know that if you are attracted to my podcast, then you have a lot to accomplish in life. So let's make it a mindset year. Let's a change of mind year. I'm going to figure out a a better way to say it, but you guys get the gist. We are going to use next year to change our perspective, our focus, our outlook on life. And in order to do that, again, we are going to use affirmations. And I think I'm going to reread the Law of Assumption. Yes, I have it already on the podcast. But again, I'm in a different space and perspective. And I believe as you change your, your, your perspective, as you change your focus, some of the things that you've read in the past 
may look differently now that you have a different perspective. So that is why I'm going to read again the law of assumption in the beginning of the year. Okay, and when I say the law of assumption, it's actually like a mini little pamphlet by Neville Goddard. So here's one affirmation I got from a book by Dr. Joseph Murphy. Um, It is his affirmation book. And it says, divine love fills my soul. Divine right action is mine. Divine harmony governs my life. Divine peace fills my soul. Divine beauty is mine. Divine joy fills my soul. I am divinely guided in all ways. I am illumined from on high. I know and believe that I will receive a measure of life, love, truth, and beauty that transcends my boldest dreams. I know that universal love and generosity embrace me. Now, this is a very long affirmation, but I love this affirmation. I I really do. It was the very first affirmation that we read for week one of our affirmation challenge. And when I say I love this affirmation, I do. Because it says everything that I want to be in life in this affirmation. I want joy to fill my soul. I want to be divinely guided in all ways. I want to be illumined from on high. You know, I know I want to have a a good measure of love and truth and beauty that transcends my boldest dream. Like everything is in this affirmation. And that is why I love it. I love it so much. Okay, here is a couple more. I live in the joyous expectancy of the best and invariably the best comes to me. I love this affirmation so much. This affirmation is going to be like a footnote in a future journal that I am preparing for. And I think it's going to be in... um, you guys know I have a couple journals out. I have the 21 Days of Gratefulness, which is a book, workbook journal. And then I just released a weight loss journal um, for the new year. I wanted something that, you know, I could write down my meals and exercise and, you know, just kind of write down a few things that I'm grateful for. You know, just things like that. I wanted it specifically for weight loss. And not just for weight loss, it's for healthy living. It's called My Living Well Weight Loss Journal. And the reason why I called it My Living Well, because I want to live well. And the journal um, I put together and the way that you have to, you know, kind of write down all these things is to help me live well. So I got the journal together specifically for me, but I am re- I released it so that everybody, you know, who wants a weight loss journal that is more than just writing on some pages can look at it and say, hey, this will work for me too. So that is also recently available on Amazon as well. It's called My Living Well Weight Loss Journal. And... um Next year, I am working on some devotionals. I have 365 scriptures, so I'm going to come, I'm going to have devotionals. Um, I'm not going to make it a full book of one book, 365, because I also, I am a workbook journal girl, (laughs) you know, 
and I like to write down things. So it's going to be workbooks. So the goal right now is 90 pages um, per book and then the workbook pages. So it's going to end up being maybe, uh, you know, uh, almost 300 pages workbook journal because I'm going to put in journal pages, of course. But um, the devotional page itself is going to be a page and then the workbook pages. But on the workbook page, the footnote is going to be some affirmations. And one of the affirmations is going to be this one. I live in the joyous expectancy of the best and invariably the best comes to me. That is going to be on the footnote of some of those journal pages. The next one is my energy is cleaned. All blocks are removed. My vibes are up. I am so powerful. I am so blessed. Everything in my life is getting better and better. This one is so powerful for me. If you say this three times in a row, nine times per day, you are set up. Another one is I am attracting everything I desire in alignment with my highest good. Like, I mean, what's wrong with that? (laughs) Also with my devotionals, because the scriptures, I am using scriptures. It is why I am using affirmations as a footnote. So I don't want you guys to think, oh, I should be using scriptures as a footnote. No, scriptures will be in the devotional. I've already picked 365 scriptures. So because I've already done that, um, that's why the affirmation will be in the footnote of the um, actual journal page. So I did just want to say that part. Now, here's one that I saw on TikTok. And this one says to say it 100 times per day for the next seven days. Eh, I don't know if that's something you want to do. But I will say what it is. This is the affirmation. Money finds me. Miracles find me. Opportunity finds me. So it's very small. Um, If you want to say it 100 times per day for the next seven days, go for it. It's not something that (laughs) resonates with me. But it's a good affirmation. Money finds me. Miracles find me. Opportunity finds me. It is something that you can add to your arsenal. Because it's, it's, it's flowy. You can say it just over and over. Money finds me. Miracles find me. Opportunity finds me. Money finds me. Miracles find me. It's, it's easy to say it 100 times per day. I, I get it. You could break it up 10 times. Um, say it 10 times in a row, 10 times a day. I mean, it's, 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 a, you know, it's something that you guys you know, kind of want to try, there it goes. And if you guys have listened to any of my other episodes, you'll know this one is one of my best. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. This one I also got from Dr. Joseph Murphy. And it also describes everything that I want to be. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. And while it doesn't speak of money, happiness to me is is well-rounded. Happiness to me is me living great and wealthy and healthy. So to me, it's already in, involved. It's already in there. Just because it doesn't say it doesn't mean it's, it's in the word happy. That's how I feel. And so is um, being healthy. I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful. You can't be perfect, strong, and powerful with being unhealthy. 
So again, that's already in there. So I am whole, perfect, strong, powerful, loving, harmonious, and happy. And another thing um, that I learned, especially having a gastrointestinal disorder, is these three words, I am healthy. This is something that, this one I did create um, just because it was so much going on, like so much pain I was having that I did have to create something to go along with the fact that I am healthy. So, and it had to do with my gastrointestinal issues. So if you're suffering from anything, just tweak the words and use this affirmation. And it basically says, I am healthy. I am healthy. I am healthy. And then my GI tract is healthy. My stomach lining is healthy. My skin and hair are healthy. I am healthy. And then I go over it again. My GI tract is healthy. My stomach lining is healthy. My skin and hair are healthy. I am healthy. And again, my GI tract is healthy. My stomach lining is healthy. My skin and hair are healthy. I am healthy. And the reason why I put skin and hair is because it is a, it is a symptom of uh, gastritis that your hair thins, your skin kind of has this unhealthy pallor. So, you know, I put all of that in there so that my skin could get better, my, my hair could get thicker, you know, things like that. And my stomach lining could stop tripping. <laughs> So once I started saying these, I have felt better, a lot better, like nowhere near, like I have vomited one time in almost a year and a half. This is why I say these affirmations, you know, it it went from four to five times per week of vomiting to once in almost a year and a half. So this is why I continue to say that affirmation because I need to remind myself every day that I am healthy. And here's another one. I am a spiritual and mental magnet attracting to myself all things which bless and prosper me. I think that is fantastic. Okay, um, here are a couple more. By day and by night, I am being prospered in all of my interests. And then this one I never believed because, again, what is warring with this affirmation is she works hard for the money. So I I am trying to get that affirming statement out of my mind. (laughs) But this one is why I didn't say it for long because I, I couldn't believe it. And it says, I attract more money when I am not physically working. So, again... My mind, the way my mind works, if I can't understand (laughs) what this is saying to me, I just, it's not going to work for me. And my mind is not understanding how I could attract more money when I am not physically working. So maybe I should say it just to make it true. I don't know. But that is one, If especially if you're a person that wants to attract more money when you're not physically working. Maybe this is set up for people who have passive income. Awesome. You know, get your passive income up. So, you know, I might say it. Who knows? And then here's another one. I am a magnet to money. Money cannot get enough of me. I personally am um, past those affirmations that specifically talk about money. 
Um, I remember in 2020, I did, I created an affirmation that I did with the 369 method. And it was money comes to me quickly and easily. And I am so thankful. And, you know, within a few days of me saying that, I got a few thousand dollars deposited into my account from some place that owed me money I forgot about. And I got a job offer making more money than I ever made with an awesome title, which is what I was looking for at the time. So it did work. (laughs) And it literally is the phrase, money comes to me quickly and easily, and I am so thankful. So if you are looking for more money, that is a great affirmation to use. And the last one is also a TikTok affirmation. And I say that because it just goes on and on around TikTok. And it says, I do not chase, I attract. What's meant for me will simply find me. That is also a good one. But also, you know, kind of be weary of that because, I don't know, I just never... I get what it's saying, but it just, it didn't resonate with me. It resonated with so many others though. And again, it's, I do not chase, I attract what's meant for me will simply find me. And again, that's just not one that resonated with me, but it resonated with so many people on Facebook that it just goes, it comes back around. It's like cyclical. You'll probably see it again at the top of the year. So these are some of the affirmations that I love and some that are, very, you know, that other people love that I thought I would give you today. I hope that one or all of them or a few of them work for you as we go through this December mindset challenge um, in our year mindset challenge. I'll be scouring the internet and I might even create some affirmations. Maybe I'll create my own affirmations for our affirmation challenge next year. We'll see. Um, I don't have a problem using uh, using other affirmations that I see. As long as they resonate with me, I'll use them. But I'll also use ones that are popular that other that resonate with other people as well. So <clears throat> thank you guys so much for tuning in today. I know this is a longer episode, but I wanted it to be more thorough because I am only doing two episodes a week right now. So I just wanted it to be thorough for you guys and um, just kind of have a talk, you know, and that's why some of the things that I say are just, you know, I veer off the topic a little bit. You guys know me by now. Anyway, thank you guys so much again for tuning in. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays to everyone. Don't forget to add gratitude as a daily practice in your life. I promise you your life will change. Once you add the daily practice of gratitude and don't forget to support your girl by going to Amazon and purchasing my books. If you even just type my name up, you'll see all my books come up. Luanza, Christina, um, or my book, 21 Days of Thankfulness. All of my books will be there. I have a gratitude chick, a gratitude book for kids, um, the 21 Days of Gratefulness, and now the Weight Loss Journal. So it's all there. Go and support your girl. Buy one for yourself. And as gifts for your friends, your loved ones, your kids, start the new year off right with gratitude. Thanks, guys. Have a great day.
Thank you for listening to another episode of Talks with the Gratitude Chick. I am your host, Luanza, a.k.a. The Gratitude Chick. Don't forget to subscribe and give my podcast five stars. If you have not already, join my Facebook group, Babes Who Manifest.